2024 Local Matters goes on tour. Francisca explores what's moving people in all the corners of Luxembourg. On Local Matters this week, I take you to Rollingen. Rollingen, you might wonder why and even where. Rollingen is a village near Mersch and part of the Mersch commune. And yesterday we went to visit the star of Rollingen, the Kasshaf. Kasshaf is a pedagogical farm and farmer Tom Kass showed us around. He grew up in Rollingen and has spent most of his life in this village. Even though he wanted to leave and start a new farm in New Zealand or wherever at some point of his life, in the end he stayed in Rollingen. And now he feels like he belongs there. I asked him what else besides his farm has been going on in Rollingen over the past years. This is his reply. I think a bit like all the villages in most of the villages in, in, in Luxembourg, uh, People come here to sleep. A lot of the activities in the village disappeared. So the firefighters uh, were the last one, but even they are not there anymore because they are collected all together now in, uh, in, in, in Mersch. So there's not, not a lot uh, left. Uh, yeah, and, and that's a bit of pity and that's maybe also a reason why people are so happy if there is a new place where you can go and meet other people and uh, yeah, just spend uh, time together. The few people who live in Rollingen work in the city and only come here to sleep. That's why Tom Kass says Rollingen is a dormitory. His farm is the only remaining attraction in the village, the only place where people meet and get together. Once you pass the hill with Tom's farm, you first see a few car sellers on the side of the street, then you get to the core of the village. Houses have been built against the hill for families. On the other side, the rails for the train pass and behind them meadows. And this is how Rollingen sounds like. Cars, 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 and once every 15 minutes a train that passes without stopping. Rollingen doesn't have a train station anymore. If you go up the hill into the residential area and farther, however, you feel how peaceful Rollingen looks like from here. The view over the meadows and the river Alzette that meanders through the green, the hills in the background, quite romantic. And if you go even farther on the hill and in the woods, you come to Rollingen's flowing soul. In this sandstone hill, there is a natural source. In case you still wonder why we talk about this village, here's one reply. Rollingen does matter. In the hill, in the ground, there is a natural drinking water source. The source in Rollingen contributes to the drinking water supply of the city of Ecklbrück around 14 kilometers farther north. The source in the soil of the commune of Mersch belongs to Ettelbrück. About a hundred years ago, the city of Mersch sold the source to the city of Ettelbrück. 
Since then, water has been flowing from the natural spring in Rollingen through the tubes to the taps and showers of Ettelbrook. Around 800 cubic meters every day, one third of all the drinking water consumed in Ettelbrook. 800 cubic meters, this is enough for the needs of 6,000 inhabitants. Normally, water from natural or drilled sources stays where it comes from. If a source is located in Mersch, it would be used to supply drinking water to the residents of Mersch. But in some cases, one commune sold the source to another one, so the water travels. The natural sources, such as Source Dreiburen in Rollingen, are important for the country. Even more in future. Half of Luxembourg's drinking water is supplied by the Upper Sur Lake. The other half comes from groundwater, including natural sources, Christine Lambert explains. Christine Lambert is responsible for the drinking water department at the National Water Management Administration. It's very important for future drinking water supply that all resources are valued and the local and regional resources are very important as well to be able to guarantee drinking water supply for future generations in Luxembourg. Because we are a very small country and we are located on the watershed between the Rhine and the Meuse and therefore we have very small rivers. Um, as Luxembourg is a very fast-growing country, both from a demographic and from an economic point of view, Luxembourg is subject to growing demand of drinking water. Additionally, climate change-related droughts and heat waves threaten drinking water supply, even in Luxembourg. While normally the water from the lake and the groundwater is only used in summer, in winter it recharges. In our neighbor countries, such as in France or in some regions, uh, in Germany as well, there are already uh, difficult situations for drinking water supply in the past years, uh, where uh, drinking water had to be supplied uh, by a truck in some regions in France because the, the resources are diminishing. This is due to a very long-term uh, droughts in the summer, which leads to a very late recharge uh, of the aquifers in, in winter. And in the past years, we observed a very late recharge in Luxembourg as well. So recharge can happen in the month where there is no vegetation, uh, which uh, takes the water out of uh, the soil, so between November and, let's say, March, April. And due to these uh, long droughts in summer, the upper soil uh, layers, they were so dry that the rain, which was falling uh, in fall, had to saturate first all these soil layers. So uh, recharge could only start uh, in December or January, so the period became very short where recharge of groundwater aquifers could happen. In the upper Sur Lake and any open lakes and rivers, you can see how water levels rise and drop. For groundwater, such as natural sources, this isn't visible. The sources sometimes lie dozens of meters underground. The lack of rain first leads the upper ground layers to drying out. Little by little, the effects of the drought reach lower layers of the soil. 
Whereas the lakes show the consequences fast, groundwater only diminishes after three or four consecutive years of drought. Deeper resources have a bigger delay in response. You will see the consequences of dry periods after years and resources which are nearer to the ground, you can see consequences of droughts after months, for example. Whereas a single year of drought impacts the water supply from lakes, the sources far underground can balance the negative impacts for a while. That's why they are even more important. Currently, however, the situation is good. We don't face water shortages this year. This winter we have a better situation because we had earlier saturation of the upper layers of the soil and the recharge could start in autumn. So if it continues to rain at a regular basis during this winter period, we will have quite a better recharge than uh, the winters before. That's a better situation this year, but we cannot say what the future will bring and future years could not be so favorable as this winter. That's why Christine Lampert insists that everyone should play their part in reducing drinking water consumption. That was Local Matters on tour with Francisco on Ara City Radio. You want us to report on your neighborhood? Get in touch via email listeners at ara.luz.